This is the Power Power Podcast. My name is Sarah of Underground Crowds. We hit Bible topics, smash book studies, punch out some songs here and there, and light up his word to strengthen our souls. Thanks for listening. All right, so this is the last podcast in the Esther series, and it's just going to be one this week. I haven't decided if I'm throwing it down on Wednesday or Friday yet, but it's a really short chapter. We're going to read it, and we're going to talk about how hope rises from the bottom. Uh, There might be key players at the top, but normally, even as an example of Jesus, um, hope rises from the bottom. And in the form of a person or whatever, but there are some reasons why this is. Lord, I pray that you guide and direct us into um, an understanding of what it means to be humble before you. This humility is fleeting. Um, the more we accomplish, the more we incur, incur the more we collect, the more we um, become accustomed to a certain way of living, the more we adapt to lifestyle, the more we um, buy into that which cannot ultimately satisfy. Um, The less we are like you. And I pray that those that this would be an encouragement for those that feel like they've gone without anything practically their whole lives and they look around and there's not much that they can attach themselves to um i think of those that even that i know that are without friends there's not really a, they just don't adjust well um maladjusted whether or not there's just stuff that's not in common or they it's just this quiet time in their lives and they're lonely they feel isolated. Um, they feel put down, put off, marginalized, dismissed. Um, oftentimes it is from those places that God calls somebody out. So I pray that you encourage those today in Jesus' name. Amen. So I was thinking specifically of my son when I was praying because... He is going through a friendless period in his life. And he really, he's confided in me more than once. And it doesn't need to be for the whole world, but just in a general sense, so you're not alone. He was just like, Mom, I don't know how to make friends. And it could be because of his autism, or maybe some people would call it autism. We actually have a, a, you know, a diagnosis or whatever, um, which is not going to define him, so I won't say it. So, um... It could be that, you know, awkwardness or whatever. Um, on a human perspective, um, maybe that's it. Um, but honestly, I looked at him one day and I was like, Keen, you know what? It could be that God wants you to lead. And if leaders and youth leaders are the only ones talking to you, let it be. Maybe God wants you to hang out with leaders. You know, that is from a kid's perspective. Kids always want somebody to call, someone to hang out with. Um, And so it can be really lonely when there's that gap, when there's that space, when you don't have something that other people seem to have. 
be it a, you know, maybe you don't have your purpose nailed down. Maybe you don't have your calling nailed down. Maybe you don't have, you know, maybe you don't have um, a direction even nailed down. But what you do know is that other people seem to have something that you don't. And it's not salvation because you came to the Lord. But there's this space. There's this dark time you're going through. There's this space where there's more questions than answers. Let's read this last chapter. Now King Hasuerus laid a tribute on the land and on the coastlands of the sea. And all the accomplishments of his authority and strength and all the full account of the greatness of Mordecai to which the king advanced him. Are they not written in the book of the Chronicles, the kings of Midia and Persia? For Mordecai the Jew was second only to the king Hazuerus, to King Hazuerus, and great among the Jews, and in favor with his many kinsmen, one who sought the good of the people, and one who spoke for the welfare of his whole nation. You want to talk about a rags-to-riches story, this is it. I mean, everybody goes to Joseph, but this is amazing. And this happened because he was faithful when he had more questions than answers. And that's the message. Be faithful when you have more questions than answers. When it's dark, when it's lonely... When you're unsure, when you just keep plodding along and you're waiting for the sky to open, you're waiting for the, the, the nourishment to come back and you just, it, things get drier and drier and deader and deader. Stay faithful. We can see what happened in Mordecai's life. He wasn't nobody as far as I'm concerned. I don't think the Jews were well elevated in that culture. They, first of all, they were captives. It wasn't like they had a, you know, a, a great standing in the society. So we're talking about probably the lowest of low here. An orphan and her caretaker. He works around the palace. He refuses to bow. Things get astronomically worse. The guy doesn't just take it out on Mordecai, wants to take it out on all of his people. And Mordecai's at a crossroads. And what does he do? We know this story. Bow. And maybe rescue his people, but he knows the history. He knows this is not what it's about. He knows this is spiritual. And so he still doesn't. Has the opportunity to bow and smooth things over. Maybe save his people. That's human perspective. But he doesn't. Maybe this is you. You have chosen not to take the easy route. But it keeps getting harder. And it keeps getting darker.
But one day, those tables will flip. One day, you will know why you went through that period. You will know why you were withheld from. You will know why you felt such a desert-like existence. Just barely making it from day to day. No, not all our questions will ever probably be answered until we get to glory. But relief is coming. Deliverance is coming. God's purpose in your life will be worked out. And souls will be saved. Peace out. Happy Easter also. And I was going to say, I am working on this song. I will release it in the week that this one comes out, I think. Um, but then that's 10. I will compile them and remaster them. Uh, when I get back from vacation, which by the time you hear this, will probably just be a few days. I will remaster them and then put them up on SoundCloud. And yeah, that's it. I've really enjoyed this project um, I've, because it's, it's tied in the artwork. It's tied in everything, the podcast. And I've never done anything like this before and the whole book. And it's been a really good experience on top of that, doing the Lenting. And the um, Lenting. I don't. Know, I think I make things up on a daily. Um, but <clears throat> that whole experience and um, learning about different um, foods from developing countries. Because yes, I think we need to help our neighbor, but we don't need to act like saviors. I was telling my friend Precious this yesterday. She was asking about all the all all the recipes that we've tried. And why I haven't gone there, I mean, I answered the question. I mean, she didn't exa exactly ask me this question, but I answered the question in my mind because in the book, the guy, he eats rice and beans. And I understand his thinking. He wants to be one in solidarity with people that struggle and eat what they eat. I, I get that. But I was also considering my kids and how I can't really force them to lend, but I wanted them to take part in uh, realizing what other people go through around the globe. And also, kind of my perspective when I was going about um, making these dishes was that I wanted to also be celebratory of um, these cultures. While we go around and we, and we support those that try to help, I support compassion. Um, Personally, but my friend, I have a friend who, um, she was involved in supplying water, I believe in Uganda, still is connected there. Um, I lean away from acting like saviors, which I don't think people do, okay? I'm, I'm not, but I think we can get to... What I mean by savior com complex is that we fly in and we fly out. 
Why do we do that? Why do we fly into a situation, fix it, and fly out? Because we have not developed a knowledge of the people or the culture, right? There's no connection there. So we fly in. I'm really not trying to step on toes. We fly in. We dig the well. We fly out. Because we have, maybe, maybe, okay, maybe this is all just hypothesis. We don't know enough about what to celebrate. Does that make any sense? We know about their problems and we went in to help fix it or whatever. We grabbed our missions team and went to go help fix it. But we don't know enough to then go home and say, I really, you know, I, I miss them. You know, I know my friends. I miss when you have gone and when you have eaten their food and you've when you have uh, tasted and seen, as it were, um, and been a part of that culture for a while, then you can go home and say, yeah, I really miss them or whatever. And that is a great thing about missions trips. I know a lot of people get down on missions trips, but I think there there's nothing like traveling that opens our eyes um, to how other people live and what other people are like and what, what their viewpoints are, what their food is like. And so as I was dragging the kids into this Lent, in a version of this Lent, I was like, well, I can't make them eat rice and beans. This is not their choice for weeks on end. But what I can do is celebrate these cultures um, in developing in the developing countries. And then by doing that, um, I, I can maybe guard against, on another level, the white savior thing. Um, I know I've made people mad, but I, I, I really do think we can get task oriented and, and check things off. And, and I did that, done, um, I'm out. Um, and the, the lack of connection um, is in part because we've forgotten to celebrate the other, the, the other culture. Um, because when you do, when you do celebrate them and you do celebrate their customs and you do celebrate what they're about or whatever, um, whatever falls in line with that. Just like you're discovering somebody else. You're just discovering similarities. You're discovering what, you know, their little quirks, the, the things that come out of their mouth when they're not guarding, um, and the way they dress. You're discovering these things and you're appreciating these things that you're, what are you doing? You're celebrating those things. Therefore, it's also another element of keeping it on the same plane, solidarity, having a place at the table because I'm not at another table. I'm not sitting at another table. We are uh, we are part of this big conglomerate called the human race. And I, I don't... There's no room there anymore for flyby. You can't fly by people you really know. And I'm not saying that I really know anybody just by tasting their food for the last... But we got a taste of... Where of this beauty that is food, and it's found in food. Really, it really is. It was so interesting. One of the most interesting dishes was from Bolivia. And as I was making it, I was like, this is weird. Honestly, I was like, I would have never put this stuff together, but it was so good. 
And when my friend Precious came over to fix the Nigerian dish, and she told me what was on in the what was in there, I was like, "Well, that's going to be pretty basic." I was open, but I was like, "That's going to be pretty basic." Wow, I have never tasted flavor like what I tasted yesterday. I did not see that coming at all. It was so so good. Um. But that's the beauty of food. I mean, it's just only one element, but it, it broadened us and our perspective in the last days beautifully. And so, I don't know why I added that at the end, but maybe I wanted to tie things together as well as, um, you know, the Instagram posts and um, maybe some of my thinking about all these little ponds I've been fishing in for the last couple of months since I got back from the States. Um, all these little, but seemingly side avenues that really weren't. Um, and yeah, so peace out. Um, and again, happy thanks Thanksgiving, happy Easter. <laughs> Wake up, Sarah. Again, thanks for listening. Catch the next part of this series, usually Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. You can also find Underground Crowds on Twitter, Patreon, Bandcamp, or undergroundcrowds.com.